Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedian, founder and CEO of Dedian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I am your host, Christopher Delian. And today I am so happy to have Jamie Vumbach, which he is the founder and CEO of Get the Referral, which is a uh, company that creates custom brands, customers, engagement apps for a home service uh, necessarily maintained towards that. So, Jamie, how are you doing today? Doing great. Nice to meet you, Christopher. Likewise. I'm really happy to have this uh, conversation with you and for you to be a guest on my podcast. And Jamie, I just gave a brief introduction of who you are. What do you do? Can you jump in more, a bit more into that and tell us what you do and what your company does? Yeah, sure. I'll give you my elevator pitch here, right? You know, so, uh, you know, what we do here at Get the Referral is we really um, provide a process by which contractors can connect with their customers and engage with them and communicate from the point of sale to the delivery of product and beyond. And we do that through a custom branded app with their name, their brand, and they're getting real estate on their customer's phone. And think of it as almost like a portal, right? So what we try to do is we integrate with a lot of other technologies, CRMs, project management status updates and um, review sites and such. And we help and we're uh, kind of consider ourselves a vessel, right? We're a vessel for a contractor, almost like a customer portal. And what we do is we provide this, these technologies to allow the customer to have a great experience from the point of sale to the delivery of product and beyond. And really the biggest piece is the and beyond, right? There's a lot of tools out there that help companies, you know, really track projects and such. But what we do is we put it right in the hands of the customer through a custom branded app with their name, their brand. They own real estate on their customer's phone, thereby really giving them top of mind awareness and an easy, seamless way to keep their customers updated to what's going on, be able to market to them. And then ultimately, after a great experience, guess what? They're going to send more referrals. And they do that all through the application. We make it easy to refer, track, and get rewarded for referrals right there in the application. That is great. And it really does make sense, obviously, to bring the world into the digital side of things, but not only the digital, in the application side of things, like you said, most of the time people are on their phones. Now, that being said, with the companies that you mentioned or your customers, what is exactly on the app? What is your target clientele? Is this people that are selling products, services, uh, coaching, courses? Like what works best with your knowledge and expertise when it comes to this app world? You know, um, to answer that question is any company out there that has referrals or have, you know want more referrals, we can work, right? But what we as a company right now are focusing on is the home service industry, um, solar, roofing, 
uh, bathroom remodeling, kitchen remodeling, big ticket items where they already are probably rewarding customers for referrals, like maybe paying them 100, 200. We have companies that are paying $2,000 for a referral, believe it or not. Um, so bigger ticket items that allow the company to say, hey, thank you for that referral. It's costing them less than it would be to go, you know, pay a pay for a lead online or something like that. So we're helping companies drive down their cost per acquisition and their cost per lead by providing this gateway and this way to really easily connect with their customers and make it super simple. So, so home services is really the primary direction right now. We do have other customers in other areas. We have B2B customers and such. But really, you know, there's such a need for it in the industry to be able to help companies and contractors communicate and engage with their customers. There's a big miss there right now in the market, and, and we fill that void uh, very nicely. And we're not trying to be the everything app. We're trying to provide a process by which they can integrate some of their existing technologies and make it super seamless for the contractor and easier for the customer to be able to access their review sites, to be able to access their documents, to share it on social media, um, to, you know, uh, if they're a solar company, to, to see their monitoring. So their customers are going to one app for all their customer questions. They can contact, they can message the company directly right there in the application. So just simplifying it, right? It, it was a big problem and we think we've got it figured out. And we know that working with over 500 uh, contractors across the country, uh, we, we, we've proven this thing out pretty good by now. So that is amazing, James. So what I understand essentially this application is essentially a form of a website just made through an app uh, process. So it's easier to utilize for the consumer and it's easier to refer through it and just see like whatever they need to see instead of going on the website. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. You know, one of the stats out there is, you know, average American uh, spends 5.7 hours on their phone, right? So if you wow. don't have real estate on their homepage, guess what? You're missing out. So we, we provide that. We do all of the custom branding. We, you know, we do all of the development work with Apple and Android. Um, you know, it could be accessible around the world. And it just opens up an opportunity that I think most contractors or most businesses are missing right now. It's like going back to the 90s when nobody had a website, right? You know, this is where it's going, right? And there's different companies out there that can build an app and it's hundreds of thousands of dollars and there's development and there's ongoing there's updates we take care of all that we we just were a subscription base you pay a monthly fee and we take care of everything we submit it to the app store we update it we we take care of all the back-end services for them um and it's just a simple easy way to get your website of the 2020s okay so that's that's exactly as you kind of talk through it and all that i really understood the, the framework of it and you mentioned something like in early uh uh, like 2000 and even before that in the 90s, when the internet boom was starting, there was still a lot of people that didn't understand it. Some people were thought that was like, this was a fad, it was going to pass and all that. Now, my question is, do you still, or not still, do you have some of that ideology when you approach certain customers and they're like, no, I have a website, I don't need an app. If they don't see that there's value for their business in the app. What I mean, there's value because when I was thinking about application, it needs to have an actual like necessities, such as maybe like a game or a process or looking at this, that, and the other. But for a company, I never thought of like, hey, my website should be not only mobile verse, but should be application verse. So that being said, when you reach out to people, you think there is still that pushback 
like existed in the early 90s and 2000s when it comes to websites or people are more uh, open to that ideology? You know, what, what we're finding is we don't approach our customers from a standpoint of we're going to build you an app. What we approach them is we're going to give you tremendous ROI. We're going to help you reduce your cost per acquisition and your cost by lead by giving you more referrals. So, so at, at, at heart, we're a referral program. That's what we do. And we're not, we're not trying to go away too far for that. And the benefit of this whole thing is you're going to have a custom branded app that will allow your customers to easily integrate and talk and just, you know, communicate and engage with, you know, at their fingertips. So we kind of take a different approach, right? Cause it's almost like, you know, there's not a lot of people out there looking, how do I get an app? Right. They're yeah. looking, how do I get more leads? Right. And so we want to, we want to have that as an and not, you know, as our, as our beginning point, right? Because there's development companies out there all over the place, right? We're not competing with them. We're competing with, you know, the Google, the AdWords, the, you know, uh, Facebook advertising in the sense that they have to also look in their budget. I mean, there's companies that spend tens and thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm one of our new customers. They tell me they spend a million dollars a month on advertising, right? And oh. if they don't have an application, they don't have a way to connect with their customers to make it easy for them to refer and track referrals. So, you know, there's a huge opportunity out there and, and we're, we're, you know, fortunately positioned to where because of a referral platform, we not only provide that, but we would pro provide these other, you know, um, um, you know, things that make their business more validated. Oh, you got your own app. Oh, wow. That's real cool. Where is it? Oh, it's in Apple and iAndroid. Just look up our name and boom, their icon pops up, you know? So there's a lot of value in the app, you know, don't get me wrong, but it's all about helping them grow their business. And that's the value we bring to the table. And that's what we sell. Okay, that, that made perfect sense. So essentially, by you getting off the website and going towards an application, it's a gen lead, but it's not for what I understand new customers, but it's more to support your ongoing customers or your current customers. And by adding this, this value, it's easier for them to see you in a forefront of like, oh, wow, this is a great company. Let me refer them uh, and be very like a better conversation with uh, a customer service and, and beyond. So that makes perfect sense. Very interesting here, Jamie. And if you mind, like we'll switch off the conversation from your current company and taking it back to when you were 25 years in the corporate world, where were you at exactly? What did you do? Were you in the app world? Were you in the marketing world? So on and so forth. And why did you do a shift to come into this entrepreneur world and start your uh, own company? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a funny story in a sense that I never thought I'd be sitting here talking about, you know, uh, uh, a app development referral platform company. So, um, you know, when I started, I started actually at the phone company, right? AT&T, climbing poles and working in manholes. So I started literally at the bottom, right? And um, moved my way up through the years. Uh, sales was something that I loved. Um, got into sales at AT&T and my last position uh, back in 2008 was uh, vice president of sales, regional vice president of sales over the East Coast. So, you know, I kind of went through a lot of iterations of different jobs throughout those years. Um, but I, what I took away from it was just the, the corporate culture and the corporate knowledge and, and how to run a business, right? And obviously the sales acumen that I picked up over the years um, 
I was running a hundred million dollar, you know, uh, region at the time. And so, you know, it, it really provided me with a lot of background and information. And one of the things, if, if you don't know, and if you even remember yellow pages, yellow pages was a big thing back then. And that I sold those for a while and, and it was a recurring revenue model, right? It was every month that they paid their yellow page bill. And I just love that. It always stuck with me. Um, so I left AT&T in 2008, after 25 years and said, Hey, what's next for me? I moved the, uh, the family back to California from the East coast. I was uh, from Connecticut. Um, and we landed in uh, central California, um, looking for my next thing. And, and I came across a solar company. So it was a solar franchise company and it really interested me. I said, Oh, this is pretty cool. Kind of aligns with my sales background. And, uh, but I didn't have the installation, you know, licenses as such. I partnered with an existing electrical company and said, hey, do you guys have solar? Well, no, we're looking to get into it. Boom. A week later, we formed a corporation and, and we started selling solar. So we built that company uh, with my two partners to the solar side of things to about $20 million a year, um, both residential and commercial. And throughout that time frame, you know, I was in charge of getting more solar deals, right? So I had to go out and advertise billboards. Uh, and door knocking, all the things that contractors do now to, to get new leads and Google ads and such. And But I loved referrals, but there was a lot of problems with that. Like the sales reps don't ask. Only 11% of salespeople ever ask for a referral, right? Uh -huh. And, and you know, they forgot to tell that it was referral. We paid, you know, we paid somebody for the referral. We had to pay two people. Anyway, there's a whole slew of things. I go, there's got to be a better way. I go, why don't we just build an app for our customers to send us referrals? And that's where it was kind of born out of in 2014 and convinced my partners to spend, you know, $100,000 to build a very simple app. And I uh, said, hey, we're going to get our money on it. We're going to get a return on this. And so they agreed and uh, we started building the app. And, and at that point, um, I quickly realized that this was something that was missing in the marketplace. And that little bell went off and the light bulb over my head. And, um, you know, I said, here's my recurring revenue SaaS based, you know, subscription company where we can build, you know, this product, this referral platform for contractors and any kind of business out there. And so in 2014, I basically, you know, told my partners, I go, guys, this is, this is an opportunity. I think we should go after it. And uh, August of 2014, get the referral was born, um, you know, and, you know, so I was kind of running both. And then all of a sudden I'm just running to get the referral. We're starting to grow, getting some traction. And then fast forward to 2017, I finally said, you know, I'm the type of person I got to be all in. Right. And so the solar and electrical business was great. You know, they were doing really well, continue to grow. Yeah. I approached my partners and I, and I said, listen, this is my true desire. My belief, this is my baby. I says, I want, I want to go all in on this. And we brokered a deal where I, you know, sold back my interest to my partners in the solar electrical. And I went all in on get the referral. And uh, at that point, moved the company down to San Diego, um, just a little different environment from a, from a, you know, uh, tech side of the world versus central California. And, and since then, just, just been building the business and, and I went all in and that's, that to me is what keeps me going every day and making sure that we continue to provide value uh, for our customers, because as long as we do that, we're going to be successful. If we're providing a good customer experience and a good product and that they see value and we help businesses grow, and we're going to be around here for a long time. So, you know, that's what really drove me. And, and I saw an opportunity 
Um, you know, it wasn't like an overnight kind of a deal. I've been doing this now seven years. Um, we're growing, you know, year over year, 60, 70% year over year. Um, we're up to over 45 employees here in the office now. So um, we're scaling and, you know, just so excited about, you know, helping companies grow. And that's really, even when I was in the, in the AT&T and Yellow Pages, my whole thing was, man, we really help companies grow, right? And then as Yellow Pages started tailing off and things started changing, guess what? It wasn't as valuable. And, and that probably played into the reason why I left, you know, because I really truly believe in my product, right? And if I don't have 100% belief in it, then, you know, I need to go do something else. And that's what happened. And, you know, this was just a, a logical next step for me. And, you know, it, it wasn't with a lot of hard work, heartache, sleepless nights, like any entrepreneur goes through. Um, we successfully, you know, uh, got our first series A financing back in January. Um, so that was our first kind of financial, you know, uh, breakthrough. And now we're in the, the midst of really scaling this business and we want to help thousands, not hundreds of companies in the years to come. Jamie, that was beyond delicious. You mentioned so many things over there that I just want to go back to and highlight so that people could really like hone in on the information you just gave because a lot of it was just extremely valuable. Number one thing that I realized that you just mentioned and something that people don't understand in the forefront is that it is so much harder to get a new client than to work with your existing ones and to upsell them to better products or anything else, which is essentially referral, right? Like you just said, you notice that when people start working with somebody, they're like, all right, cool, I got the sale or I got the thing and you move on. But wait a minute, you could actually through the process and even in the beginning offer referral. Like, hey, if you're buying through me, that means he trusts you, he likes you. Who else do you know that would like this service and like this value? That's one thing that's super important. I love the fact that your whole business structure is towards that. Second thing that you mentioned as well is high levels of value. If your company is not based to value driven, then you're not going to make it. And towards there, you just said, hey, if I have bringing massive value to the community, to the audience, then money's going to come in. And that's why you took the leap of doing this full time, essentially. And one last thing over here that you mentioned is the aspect of that growth in itself, right? So you're getting from X amount to now 45. And that's where my next question is going to kind of come about because I'm correlating a lot to where I'm at right now in my business. Before COVID, I was a solopreneur. Now through uh, the last year or so, I just hired my eighth uh, employee and colleague. And there was a lot of growing pains when it comes to your startup and your business and when you start hiring. And I want you to speak to that. Like, what have you learned that you could share with our entrepreneurial community listening to this and watching this podcast right now? Or what are some of the things that we should watch out for when we're growing? And what are certain things that we could do to make it a more smooth transition? Because there is a difference between having 45 employees to three employees to zero employees to 100 employees. So what can you speak to that, Jamie? Yeah, you know, I mean, I always go by the, the the mantra of hire slow, fire fast. I mean, that's you know pretty common out there, but but really dig into you know, you know your people. So as you go through the different stages of a, of a business, and when you look at your revenue, right, there's certain things that you need to focus on, and there there comes a point where hiring becomes critical, right? That is the critical component of your future growth. So you know, the first ten employees. You're going to probably, you know, have some people come and go and you're kind of trying to figure it out. But once you get to that revenue amount, that kind of that pinnacle and whether it's a million dollars or two million or whatever that that number is, hiring becomes so important. 
um, and the talent that you bring in, the culture that you 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 develop. I mean, our culture here is is the number one thing that we talk to potential hirees. Um, about because it's so important, especially nowadays, right? You got to think about COVID and what, what has that done to the marketplace? And, and I'll talk about that in a second, but it's just, it, it's, it's changed the world, right? It's changed the way people think. You, you're, you're dealing with millennials, right? And they, they think differently. A lot of great things that they, the way that they think and they think differently, which is awesome for a young company like ours, you know, a startup, because they think from the outside and the inside and all around, right? Where, you know, I'm 25 years corporate. And I'm like, okay, this is the way we do it. No, they think a lot, a lot differently. So, you know, being able to, you know, to, to embrace that and, and understand it as best that you can um, is, is critical when you're hiring. So um, that is important, um, you know, and, and recognizing talent, but also recognizing, you know, if it's not a good fit, you know, and sometimes that's a really hard decision because people are great and they love the place, but you also have to think about your customers. You have to think about your, the value, right? If it's not a good fit and over the years, Unfortunately, I had to, you know, let folks go throughout my career. And, you know, what I've always found in the conversation I have with them is like, listen, in a week or so, you're going to you're going to think this was a best decision that we ever made. So unfortunately, I'm making it for you today. But ultimately, it's going to be a better decision for you because you're not going to you're not going to be happy. And I want you to be happy when you come to work. And, you know, it's just not a good fit right now. Right. So being able to do that in a positive way. Most folks that I talked to after that happened, um, you know, a year later, you know what, Jamie, that was the best thing that ever happened. I ended up finding this other opportunity is a better fit for me. So don't shy away from, you know, making sure you have the best talent um, going forward. Um, the other point that I'll just bring out because of the pandemic, we had just made a huge shift in our growth trajectory when it comes to hiring. We, I was always of the mentality of, I love being in the office, right? I love having people around me. I'm a sales guy. I love energy. I love all the big gong when they sell a deal and everyone hoot and holler, pool tables, all that kind of stuff, right? To me, that's part of the culture, um, but it's changed and, and you have to realize that it's changed. So about two months ago, I sat with my senior team and I said, listen, guys, I said, we have to think differently. And we made a decision to hire remote, um, which is a whole nother story. Now we were remote for a year and a half, right? We, we grew during that time. We grew more than we ever have during, you know, working remotely, but it was never kind of the, the ideal situation for me. I always wanted to, to have that big office and environment. And so when we came back after, you know, being able to come back to the office, you know, that was my, my, my thing. No, you got to be here in San Diego. You got to be in the office. You know, you know, we have a, we have a hybrid, you work from home on Fridays. So we recognize that. But now what we did was we opened it up to remote employees across the country that they can stay in Florida or they can stay in, you know, Connecticut or New York and work from home. And the one thing that we didn't do is we didn't say, Hey, we're going to try to save money because San Diego is expensive. Right. So we pay a little bit higher, but we didn't go to Florida and say, we're going to pay you less in Florida. We're going to pay you the same amount. So we're really looking for the best talent. And we had to open up our minds to say, now we need a remote team as well. So that was one of the biggest things that I, that I came out of this with. Okay. So once again, that was really great. So essentially 
being aware of how to hire. And like you said, the mantra of uh, hiring slow, firing fast and self-awareness is so important to know that, hey, is this the right fit? Being self-aware of what your needs are, what your customers needs are, and if this person is the right fit and so on. And furthermore, culture was something that you mentioned a lot. And now going into the hybrid world, which is Zoom, physically some people in San Diego, all around the world and so on and so forth. How do you create that culture? Because I'm in the same ideology of you and I had to shift it as well. And I'm, I'm, I'm like quite young. I'm in the millennial ages, but I still understand that, like, you know, like you said, the sales gauntlet, everybody there, that's easy to create a culture just through, uh, you know, rubbing shoulders together every single day, how the energy is seeing people and so on. So how are you creating your culture right now, which is very important for successes in business when you hire people you haven't seen and you potentially will never see in itself? How do you do that? Yeah, that, that's a tough one. I, I don't have the, the magic bullet for that one. You know, what, what we are doing is it's about inclusiveness, right? How do, we, how do we go about using technology, right? Just like we talk to our customers, how do we as a company use technology um, that we can create that sense of connection and inclusion um, and, and be able to do it you know, seamlessly without having them in the office. And so we're in the midst right now. I mean, matter of fact, one of our investors, you know, has a company that has 300 people remote, right? And he just wrote a book um, about it. And so, you know, I'm still in the midst of learning what is the best way to do that. So I'm kind of like still doing it and still figuring it out. But really, it is all about inclusion, um, making them feel part of it. Like I, we just hired somebody from Florida last week, right? Um, and she hit me up on LinkedIn, hit me up in my email. So super excited. I mean, what I did as a CEO is made sure I returned that, turn that message right away. How excited we have, they have, we can't wait to meet you. And you know, that building that excitement from day one and coming from the top down from everybody say, Hey, this is our new team member, making sure that they're on those zooms, making sure that they're, they, they have a way to celebrate in their wins and to commensurate in their, in their, you know, down times, you know, sales is, whoop. so you have to be able to find a way to commensurate, you know, remotely and, and build relations and, and have little happy hours on a zoom. Now that we're going to be remote versus, you know, going downstairs where there's a bar and everyone having a drink together, or you know, a, a soda or whatever, you know, now let's have a matter of fact, we had uh, about two months ago, with another company I'm working with, it was a virtual cocktail uh, cocktail hour, and they brought in a professional uh, mixologist, and they sent everybody, uh, you know, a, a mixer and a little alcohol, and we all made drinks together on Zoom. You know, it was kind of weird. I'm like, what is this? And I ended up having a good time and meeting some new people. So things like that that you're creative that you can do remotely. I mean, uh, you know, I have two daughters, both one of them actually works here. Um, the other one works for another big software company. And, you know, she, she's been remote and she loves it, you know, and, yeah. you know, she, she connects with her people, you know, and her friends and they have this group and, you know, they still have some events that are, you know, live, but, you know, having a good mix, you know, maybe bringing them in for a week when you first train them so that they can get a sense of who we are and walk in the office and feel the energy. Um, and then they want to be part of that and they can do that remotely. So um, I'll follow up with you in a year and give you a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you already have the recipe because everything you just said made sense. Uh, just as simple as making the feel, making the people feel welcome, a custom message, supporting them for their wins and supporting them when it's going down like yourself because sales is up and down. So 
I mean, Jamie, I feel like we could talk until tomorrow morning, but I want to be respectful for your time here and just ask you one last question, which is essentially an open-ended question to say, what is the best place that our community could reach out to you? If somebody's listening to this and like, oh my God, this is interesting. I never thought of this. I potentially want to make an app, connect with this one and so forth. So where's the best place, Jamie, that people could reach out to you? Go to gettherefferral.com. Very simple. G-E-T-T-H-E-R-E-F-E-R-R-A-L.com. Um, book a demo with one of our expert account executives. They'll take you through all the different pieces and parts and, you know, ask you about your business. Once again, we sell not just a software platform, we sell solutions. So we want to learn about your business, your problems, and we'll customize that solution for you and your business and, you know, support you all the way from day one, you know, and beyond. So. I love that. Jamie, thank you very much. Everything you mentioned is going to be in the show notes so people can go ahead and access it a lot easier that way. So once again, thank you for being on the show and I hope you have a blessed and grateful day. Thanks so much, Christopher. I appreciate it. Take care. Christopher Dedian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Fitness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Greatness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day.